Welcome to Worst Take, the sports show. I am your host, Triune. Fellas, introduce yourselves. What up, man? It's your boy, Doughboy. New nickname alert, Doughkimbe Matumbo. Get this shit the fuck out of here, bitch. <laughs> 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 you know what it is. I'm your man, EQ. We form like Voltron, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers type niggas, and we form the Worst Take Sports Show. Let's go ahead. Uh, yeah. All right. So Worst Take, the sports show is a show where we cover all the hot sports topics. However... We kind of are a little nigga with our shit over here. Um, no network, no sponsors, no advertisers to please. So we said what we want, how we want, yes. what we want. And you know, it's kind of like- smoke, We be smoking weed and shit. I, oh, I'm actually running out of you. weed today. So I, I'm, oh. I'm smoking out of a pipe because I, I got to oh, get some more My weed. goodness. And, and eating it. And, and I always feel like a crackhead when I smoke <laughs> weed out of a pipe though. Something about this is just, it just feels real crackheadish. I hate it, but hey, we got to do what we got to do. All right, so let's get into this docket, fellas. <clears throat> the NBA trade line has passed. The trade deadline Ooh. passed. Oh, shit. And I'll be honest. My take is that it's a little underwhelming, but whatever. Um, so we had Rajon Rondo go to the Clippers. JaVel McGee went to the Nuggets. J.J. Reddick went to the Mavs. And Victor Oladipo went to the Miami Heat. Who got the best of uh, the trade deadline? And uh, what do you think is going to be the most impactful trade? Doughboy, we'll start with you. I hate to say it, but uh, I think the Clippers getting Rondo was a big deal. And I, I thought that that was going to come back to bite us. I wish that we could have got him. I don't really understand his logic. And I, is it that is, is LeBron just unliked or something? Because I don't understand yes. why he left a championship roster. I thought it was a money thing, but just to go to Atlanta for three months just to get traded to the Clippers. Like, I guess he's still going to get that money. So I guess the, the bread is still the same, but I just, I just feel like it would have been a better look for him to stay with the Lakers. I, I, I think that this makes me nervous because the, that's what the Clippers needed. They needed somebody to kind of, you know, to run the floor. They need that veteran presence. And he's actually going to become the leader over there because Kawhi is not a good leader. Paul George doesn't say anything. They need a leader, and I think that Rajon Rondo gives them that. And I think that Lemon Pepper Lou will do much better in Atlanta so he can get as many wings as he wants when he needs them. Q. Okay, first of all, I was yelled at for not keeping my responses to under a minute, so blasphemous, nigga. First, <laughs> first of all, second of all, um, you guys completely missed the biggest caveat to what happened? Ooh, What's the caveat? You guys, I haven't given my take. You talk. No, but you just, but you did the intro and you brought up all these names and you didn't bring up Aaron Gordon. Look, we were uh, just talking about Aaron Gordon. Well, well, Aaron Gordon. brother, you can bring it up yourself. So, so, yeah, so <laughs> no, Aaron going, Aaron Gordon going to the Nuggets with JaVale McGee, and they didn't have to give up a whole lot at all. I mean, they were the team to me that clearly upgraded. Oh, what did they give up? What did they give up for him? No, they, they just barely nothing. Gary, so they Harris, still got Jokic. They still got Jamal still Murray. Got Jokic, they, they still got Jamal Murray. They have Aaron Gordon now, and or um, you JaVale know, McGee? and, and or, excuse me, yeah, because in Denver, yeah, and they have Javale McGee. Wow. And on top of that, they have Michael Porter Jr., who's an ascending star. So I think that Denver won the day. 
I think that Chicago was close behind the way that Chicago brought in Vucevic. I don't know what the Orlando Magic are doing. They're over there tripping. But they they sent out their three best players. It was a crazy day. I don't feel like it was underwhelming. But, you know, I understand we didn't see any of the major names move outside of Vucevic. But definitely to me, I think Denver was the one who won the trade deadline for sure. All right, so I'm going to keep mine pretty short. Um, I will agree with EQ. I do believe that Denver won this trade deadline for sure. I mean, I think what they did is they put themselves in a position to be a contender. Um, if Michael Porter Jr. actually stays healthy and, and you know, continues to ascend into the playoffs, they're going to be extremely dangerous and hard to get past. Them. Dangerous, dude. Even, dangerous. For, even for a healthy Lakers team. I do want to give an honorable mention to the Miami Heat. Picking up Victor Oladipo is huge for them. That's a big pickup. Like, you think about a team with Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, um, Victor Oladipo, and you got the big buggy in the middle? That's going to be a formidable team on the East. So let me ask you. Let me ask you this: yeah. Can we finally now say that maybe James Harden wasn't the villain that we thought that he was? That all of this mass no. has no. happened out no. of Houston since he left. Like no. they got rid of fucking Demarcus Cousins. Now no. Oladipo's gone. Like no. they were trying no. to get rid of Pete, the the PJ dude. Like no, no, because everybody else was professional. Everybody else came out and they said, yo, I want to trade, but I'm still going to show up. I'm going to hoop and I'm going to keep my mouth shut. P.J. Tucker didn't have a whole lot to say about the Rockets organization. Neither did Victor Oladipo. Sure, you can point to Houston Rockets maybe not being ran as well as they used to be. I mean, Daryl Morey's in Philadelphia. We see how that panned out. But, you know, at the end of the day, man, James Harden is James Harden. He's going to receive almost no MVP votes this year, which is too bad because if he had done that the right way, then we'd be talking about James Harden for real, for real as an MVP candidate. I'm just kind of, yeah, I got to I got to kind of co-sign there a little bit. Um, I, I will say this too, even above and beyond him showing up to camp out of shape and just kind of screwing off the beginning of the season. Um, I think that he's done things in the past that have just been things that you can't overlook as well. Like, let, let's let's not overlook the fact that James Harden asked for Dwight Howard and got yeah. him. Mm. Let's not overlook the fact that James Harden asked for Chris Paul. Mm. Let's not overlook the fact that James Harden asked for Russell Westbrook mm. and got him. And there was so, always an excuse. So it's not so it's not like the organization didn't have his back, and it's not like the organization didn't try and put a team around him that fit his type of basketball. They right. absolutely did it, and he, as a result. James Harden got a massive contract when he went there. He got an ex- a massive extension when he went there. He got a shoe deal. He got two MVPs. And then left. He ain't shit. He ran through the fucking Houston Rockets. God damn. Come on, man. Um, I, I, I don't have too much. Um, I, I'll never have too much sympathy for James Harden. I think, uh, I think he's been treated fairly well as an NBA superstar. Yeah. Um, um, I do want to talk about Alonzo Ball, Kyle Lowry. These are two guys that have been on the trade talks for about a month, month and a half now. Kyle Lowry even before that. And these guys ended up not getting moved. Um, how does that affect the chemistry of you know of the team um, as they return from not being successfully traded? Q, we'll start with you. Uh, I don't think it affects Lowry at all. The 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 reports that came out said that he was aware, the team was clear and transparent with him on the fact that they were shopping him. Um, he wants somewhere uh, around $50 million on a two-year deal when he's up in free agency. 
So, you know, they weren't going to pay him that. Uh, Masai Ujiri may or may not be there as the GM. Um, so I don't think it affects Kyle Lowry at all. They also told him, you know, that if we, you know, they couldn't get a deal done that he would be staying and he was comfortable with that. So that's fine. As far as Lonzo, you know, I, the jury is out, man. I'm so confused. You know, LeVar comes out and says something. Lonzo says nothing. You know, we speculate because Stan Van Gundy's the coach and we know he's had, you know, battles with players in the past. So I don't, I don't know. I, I think I know he's under contract and he's got to show up and he's got to ball out because if he doesn't, you know, he's not going to get the contract that he's looking for. But, you know, I, I was, I was surprised to see that they weren't moving Lonzo. I thought it was kind of a foregone conclusion, but you know, we'll see how it wraps up the end of the year. Go oh boy. I think it's never good um, when somebody's on the trading block and then you don't move them just because why would you want to go back to a place that you know you're not wanted? That's the thing. Like, you know, you're these people don't like people forget to be a successful athlete. You have to have a very, very huge ego about yourself. Like, you know, not, not in a negative way, but you have to really be into yourself and really believe in yourself. And then when you know that you're expendable, then you can just be let go. I think that it just ruins the team chemistry. And I don't know what the stipulations are about why they make these things public. But if I'm a GM, I'm not going public with the fact that I'm going to trade somebody until I got a suitor. We got a deal. Everybody's in the know. And then I'll say just for this reason. And with the Lonzo ball thing, that is a very tricky thing. Cause when he first came in the league, everybody was kind of just like, uh, whatever. But like, I feel like he can be an all-star in this league. Like he plays really good defense. He can really distribute the ball. He has a high basketball IQ and like his three point shot is coming along. So I think that their chemistry is going to be weird over there now because they didn't move him and moving forward. Don't let a nigga know he's about to be traded and then not because it's going to fuck it up. So I'll give my take. As far as Kyle Lowry's concerned, I don't think it's going to mess up chemistry at all. Just based on who he is in Toronto. Kyle Lowry is the best player to come out of Toronto as far as it's total career. I guess we could say Kawhi Leonard maybe was better or maybe even Vince Carter or Tracy McGregor, but he's up there and he's he's basically like if they were going to put up a statue, it'd be of Kyle Lowry. So I don't think that that's going to be an issue. I think what happened there was them not finding the right team to best suit Kyle Lowry. I think they want to trade him to a contender and they want to do right by him. I don't think him and that organization have issues. In regard to Lonzo, I think what this does is it puts him in a good position. And this is why a lot of teams have been just overpaying for players. And so um, I think that if he continues to ball out the rest of this year, puts up some decent numbers as a couple highlights, I think that there's a chance that he could get offered a max deal. Um, and he'll probably get offered a max deal elsewhere just because so many players have just been getting paid for doing nothing. So, um, so I think that Lonzo ball, um, I think it, it's the best situation for him. It's kind of tough going in, like having a contract like offseason and having to change organizations and cities and, you know, plays and yeah. structures and coaches. It's really tough. He knows New Orleans. He knows his, his you know, his, his, his supporting cast. It's a good supporting cast. Mm-hmm. And I think he'll make the best of it. Let me ask you guys this. I just thought of this as you said this. Does does New Orleans not kind of reek of a little OKC-ish to you? And what I mean by that is you got Zion, you got Lonzo Ball, you had JaVale McGee. I don't know why they would get rid of JaVale McGee. And then now all these rumors that you might get rid of Lonzo Ball. These are all three dudes that I think could be all-stars in the league, just like much like with 
when OKC circa 2011, when they had James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and KD. Why break up these great threesome, like these 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 big threes oh. when you don't have to? Yeah, Robert, you know. Big, but why break threes. that up? <laughs> but why break that up? That feels really stupid to me. Like those are three really good young players that you could build a championship team around. Okay, wait, just to, just to add context really quick, because you said JaVale McGee. I don't believe JaVale McGee ever played for the New Orleans Pelicans. No, he's talking about Brandon Ingram, Zion. I get him. Okay, I got Okay, I got okay. all right, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, JaVale McGee just came from the Cleveland Cavs. So I just, okay, I, just, to, okay, I, just no, I messed that, that up. up. I messed that up. Okay, no, all right. They're, they're, so actually, they're not like OKC at all, and that was just the weed. Okay, but yeah, listen. This it, is what I, happens on her first takes hit the weed. I tried to keep a straight face like he's on TV and shit. No, like, why the fuck would they get When he said it, when he Oh, he never played for them? I was like, the whole time, I was like, did I miss? Did I miss something? It's like, no. Our show ain't producing shit. We all got the producer in our ear like, hey. No, I'm like, whoa, 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 what the fuck? (laughs) Hey, try, you ain't shit. You just let me keep talking. Like, "Mm -hmm." I was going to check. I got my my boo-boo. If it got to my take, I was gonna check you. Go. <laughs> I just had to. I just had to interject. But no, it's Brandon I mean, Ingram. But they, but it still feels like why would you want to get rid of Lonzo when you have a great young core? I just don't know why they fuck it up sometimes. Well, but we haven't heard that they want to get rid of Lonzo. What no, but we they were shopping him. They were. Well, well, but think about the context. What we heard was that. He's not happy. And we heard that from LeVar. So we have to take that with a grain of salt. But because for all we know, LeVar could just not like the way that Lonzo is being showcased in New Orleans and he wants his, he wants him out. For all we know, that could be the situation. We didn't hear anything about the Pelicans wanting to move on from Lonzo. I think they just realized that his contract is going to expire. He's going to walk and he's going to sign somewhere else and they need to get some value for him before he leaves. I think that that's what it came down to. It was a business decision. And, you know, it's just he didn't get moved. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I think I think in the essence of what everybody usually says, follow the money applies here. Um, follow the money. And the Pelicans were in contract negotiations earlier this season and in this previous offseason. They were not able to reach a deal because Lonzo wanted a max extension and the Pelicans were not giving him that. So the Pelicans said, all right, well, look, this summer, if what I just said earlier comes to fruition, which is someone out there in the open market that really needs a fucking point guard decides to give him max money, why not trade him now and get something back in return? Right. And that's just, all they did. And just, now the Pelicans are going to end up losing out because a team like the Orlando Magic or some fucking team like that is going to pay Lonzo Max Pistons. Yeah, yeah, but but between between me and you, you think Lonzo's worth Max money? Absolutely not. You know how I feel about that. And, and, <laughs> I'm just saying. And I'm an IE guy I, too. It, it hurts to even say I this. Do. too. I root just, for Lonzo. Yeah, but I said if you I'm put him in the right it. system, he could be. I feel like he has a lot more potential than people are seeing right now. Look, look, man, I don't look and no, no, no disrespect to this individual because I like him as a basketball player and as a person. Okay. But there's, there comes a time to when you become Lamar Odom, where, Uh, where, where it's been about potential uh, for a long time, years. And it's like, no, this is who he is. Right. What are we talking about potential for? But I, I don't know if you could say that three years in. 
This is his he's fourth more than three. season. I was going to say, he's about to be in season five. Yeah, yeah this is his fourth season. He's about to be what? in season five. Yes. <laughs> yes. Damn, Tommy, that's like that's what I'm saying. Like This is his time to get his contract. That's why it's always year five. It's always I, like that's when you get your deal. I remember Lamar Odom being in his seventh season and guys being like, when he develops, and I'm thinking, what the fuck are we talking about here? He's a seven-year vet. Hey, but Lamar go to the ruck and beat anybody, though. Because that 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 he plays that style of basketball for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, keeping it on the NBA, fellas. I want to ask, what's going on with the Nets? KD's out, Kyrie's out. Um, you know, can they win with just James Harden there for now? Um, and how's this going to affect their long-term season, Doughboy? Listen, Kyrie's out, minute, nigga. Kyrie's back out with the personal reasons. Um. You know, we don't know really what's going on with that, but this is something that I think that they were concerned about before. This KD thing is not going away. It, it Something's up, and whether they're going to say it or not, something is up. And if you just have James Harden, if, if you don't have all those three, you're not getting the chip. The, 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 the best shot you might have is KD, a healthy KD and a healthy Harden. Um, but no, if you, unless you have all three of those guys, you're not winning the chip. And if they don't get this figured out, I don't see them even going deep into the playoffs, to be honest. Q. Well, I can wait for this shit. You know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Look, bro, you know what you it got is. the silhouette challenge lights on. That's it. Lights and strobe lights going, the club is popping. Look, man, I, I tried to tell y'all this was just this is one of those science experiments where you you put three ingredients together and like at first it makes something crazy like renewable energy or something we've never seen before and it's amazing it's the most crazy thing we've ever seen and then it explodes and it blows the world up into a million pieces and it falls down and and everything just falls apart. Look, Kyrie's not reliable, okay? I I I am not trying to not empathize with family issues those are serious and we want to take those seriously and if it is the real family issue then i pray for him i wish him nothing but the best and i hope that he can come back and he can come back right but this has happened far too many times with Kyrie, and the kd thing is scary because we don't know what's going on we don't see kd a whole lot right now but we see anthony davis on the bench and we see anthony davis working out even if it's just light by the way lebron out for another five weeks Make, gives me a headache. Can't believe five? that. Can't believe that wasn't five? in the doc. Can't believe that wasn't in the docket though. Okay. Yeah, six. six LeBron has a six-week recovery period. He hurt his he hurt his uh, ankle a week ago, so he's out for, for another five weeks, which is very very scary. But the point is, is that the same thing is happening in Brooklyn, um, and it's just not enough, bro. It's not enough. It's not enough. It's just not gonna happen. Mm. Man, um, I'm I'm just a little I'm I'm a little confused with what's going on with KD. That I think that's I think Same. I think I think that's a look, tricky man, injury that he had. Look, I know when playoff time comes around, James Harden's going to be there. He's a pretty healthy guy. Is he? Do you know that? Yes. Where he, is this he, nigga? Well, he'll be on the court, but will he show up? When they say do not play coach's decision, maybe they're just resting him. But at the end of the day, James Harden is not hurt. James Harden didn't go out with an injury. James Harden's fine. Right. He's always been there, and he's been pretty reliable in the NBA. That's what his career says. So, mm -hmm. 
well, not reliable as far as performance. I'm just talking about <laughs> right. So we know that James Harden is always available, pretty much. Kyrie, injuries, mental health, he's gonna be a wild factor. However, I will say this: if you're gonna win it all with a combination of two, KD has to be in that combination. Right. Facts. You do right. not win it with just Harden and Kyrie. That's not going to fucking happen. No, it's not. KD has to be a part of that combo. So to me, he's the biggest domino on this board that we need to figure out what's going on. But we also not going to act like Harden and KD did not have the Warriors down 3-1 back in the day and then lost. Though. So that don't necessarily lock it. Yeah, but that that was early in their careers. KD is a champion since then, and James Harden has had some real adversity to overcome. So it's a little different now, but you know, we'll see. Yeah, I just <laughs> we'll see. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be tough. I'm hoping what's going on is you know Kyrie's taking a PTO day, and I hope that uh, you know KD they're just holding him out into the playoffs. I think that's a smart strategy, by the way, too, um, because they can compete in the regular season for that first seed with just two of them. And they can do that with just KD and Harden. Not too I, concerned there. If they I get a top I, two seed in the East, they're doing their job. But KD, that needs to be addressed at some point. Okay. Well, they got to figure something out because I, I I'm starting to hear a squeaky wheel on this on this on this uh on this victory parade van, and I don't know. It might blow a blow a tire and be mm -hmm. on the side of the road. I hear you. All right. So I got a curveball for y'all. Curve. EQ. What is your favorite football logo? Oh. Oh. Curve. I told you, bro. Oh, of all time or or now? Because those what are your favorite. But of all time or now? You got to say 86 swoop. That's fine with me. Okay. I would probably say, oh, the logo. I like the the old Houston Oilers joint. I know I brought that up before. That joint was hard. For some reason, it's just a damn, it's just one of them oil things, man. But it's just like, that shit was just clean. That was hard. I, li I like that. Doughboy, what is your favorite <sighs> NBA logo? NBA, oh, my, oh you're going to, oh, my favorite. Yeah, NBA nigga, logo. I ain't going to have you over there waiting. What's up? Damn, man, I, was, I already had an answer, and I have to change it. Okay, okay. Yep. What is my favorite NBA logo? Yep. I would have to say the old Chicago Bulls jersey. There's something about just the Come white, the, the, um, the bull, just the mad when it was white with just the red the logo. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That might be the that cleanest logo in sports. It's that just, was hard. Fuck, it looks good. Like, that it's just so, yeah, so I would definitely say the bulls with that white on it. Ah, fire. Can't lose. Um, And I'm going to go um, MLB to throw myself a curveball. No, let me throw you your curveball. You can't throw yourself your curveball. Of course I can, because I wasn't thinking baseball this whole time, but go ahead. Okay, I want you to say know. hockey or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite hockey jersey? Oh, there's some dope hockey ones. Because there are some dope ones. Shout oh, out to that Mighty Ducks easy. jersey. That's easy. The the black um, Vancouver Canucks. That oh. was hard, too. Easy. Was the hard Chicago Blackhawks Black Hawks is hard, too. Though. Yeah, the Blackhawks jersey is hard. Blackhawks hard. You can never go wrong with a Kings jersey. Yeah. 
the black <laughs> or white too. king's jersey like that's low-key goat status but niggas that's ain't a fact. Yeah. <laughs> all right so that's been worst take fellas i'll introduce yourselves man you already know who it's been you've been your boy dope kimbe matumbo Wagging it one more time because I'm getting out of here because I'm staying sucker free. I got to work on the outros. My outros are way worse than my outros. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is. I'm your man EQ. We appreciate you tuning in. We out. And I have been triune. So I got a couple of public service announcements for our viewers. Okay. If you're watching this on the Worst Take page, just make sure to comment, like, subscribe, and share. I implicitly say share, 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 share. Share. We were watching this on the I Am Doughboy TV channel. Wait for it. These, this is going to be a limited run. We're not exactly this is, this is, sure how many episodes. We are. Our, our goal is to get to seven thousand subs on the we worst. Can do whatever day. we want. Mm -hmm. Right. So we're gonna be couch surfing for a little bit. Please do us a favor and subscribe to the Worst Take page. The link will be in the description. Just do it, it takes two seconds. It will be in the description, just do it for us, please. We appreciate it. Um, thank you in advance. Um, that has been our episode. Thank you guys for your viewership. We out this bitch. Mm. Wow. Good stuff.